Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat, episode 378. It is almost the end of the year. If you think we're out of topics, things to talk about, you're right. So today what? we will that actually... Not no, there's still, there's still some stuff. But today we'll actually be talking about... Uh, we'll be answering your questions. We'll be talking about the latest news. Some of the kind of lingering topics that we haven't gotten to. And then next week we'll do a year in review that we already recorded. So it's coming to you from the past. Did uh, we time travel? That yes. episode will have Philip on yes, it. We but did. Philip is out this week. So uh, I have a wonderful uh, guest on our panel. Uh, and that is Casey DeFreitas. Hello. Hi, Casey. Sitting hey, in guys. Welcome back, Casey. Thanks. Uh, from Florida. Yes. Fresh from Florida. We talked about it at, at length over lunch uh, and the uh, the peril of living with alligators. It's fine. Yeah. You, they Apparently don't bother people. More specifically, we learned today uh, that it's been so long since you've seen Return of the Jedi that you forget what Jabba's frog bong looks like. And yes. That's okay. Yeah. I know a lot of you out there probably also forget that trivial nonsense that's so, in my mind. It's very important. Trivial it's, nonsense. It's, it's good to have that in your <laughs> a, a lot of homework to do for Casey. And then to my left, we have the wonderful Brian Altano. Hi, everyone. From uh, New Jersey. Yes, the greatest state, they would say, if you're an idiot. <laughs> no, I love New Jersey. And then from Modesto, California, we have uh, young George Lucas. Modesto. Okay, I see where you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I'm not where, from Modesto. Where the hell are you from? I'm from Lodi, just below Sacramento. Okay. Yeah, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Lodi, there's some good vineyards there. That's what they're known for yeah, now. The, the Raven yeah. Woods. You know what their there. biggest export was when I was a child? What? You? Meth. <laughs> yeah. Very good. And what? I am uh, uh, from Cologne, Germany. I'm Pierre Schneider, your host for this week. Uh, our, you know, our, our, we will focus on some of the some of the news coming out. Obviously, there are about 400 indie games that came out last. We <laughs> talked about six days ago. Brian has played them all. That's not true. Um, I played several, not them all. All of them. I but played we'll a lot. get to that later. First, I wanted to talk about our game of the year choice because we revealed our overall IGN game of the year on the 20th of this month. It did. Uh, after long deliberations, mm -hmm. and it was... Zelda. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. What a Whoa. surprise. Wow. Co collectively, surprise. <laughs> uh, was that your pick? I, I actually did not pick Zelda as my game of the year. Oh, well, it's been fun having you on the show, I'm Casey. Sorry. Yeah, it was cool. my it was my my second. It was really hard. What'd you it pick? It was really hard. I picked Horizon. That's a oh wow, yeah, that's a good well, that is a fantastic. It was game. really really difficult to pick between the two, but Persona and Nier were up there for me as mm -hmm. well. Uh, Horizon oh. won our PlayStation, PlayStation, PlayStation game of the year. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. you guys. We talked about this last episode. What, what you guys picked? You were out. We thought you would have picked uh, Super Mario, though. Um, it was. It was really, really close. I yeah. think ultimately I went with Zelda um, for a number of reasons. I think num number one is that Zelda, I think we talked about how like our sort of personal connections with the franchise, but I think Mario, the more time kind of sits with me on it, I'm, I'm kind of like, I adore that game. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I think that it's a little, the sort of progression in that game is a little wonky compared to some of the more direct ones. Um, sometimes that freedom is a gift and sometimes it's a curse. Uh, that said, like my last like hour spent with that game, finishing it for 999 moons, oh, was man. using basically uh, motion controls to get through all the bound ball racing. Yep. So, you know, kind of a... Puts a little damper on it. A little damper on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is a, that is a, tremendous, a, a tremendous game. You know, yeah. it's like... it's. But Zelda's just... It's just on, on a completely separate level. There were... Too many amazing games this year. It's a good yeah, year they for were games. Really good, and I still have I still haven't played 
a handful of them. Yeah, but. I feel like Persona got shafted in in the overall. It did win. Yeah. It did win best RPG this yeah. year. It I didn't. would have liked to have seen it win best PlayStation game. Yeah. I voted for it for best PlayStation. Yeah, me game. too. I, I liked Horizon. I liked Horizon I liked a lot. But loved Uncharted. There were a lot yeah. of strong PlayStation games. Um, but let's stick to the Nintendo topic. So Zelda took <laughs> Actually, game can of we the talk year. Talk about Xbox real quick. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Xbox. Uh, so Zelda won game of the year and obviously Correct. also won Switch game of the year. Yeah. I say obviously, but in you know in past years we actually picked different platform winners because we wanted to highlight um, some of the uh, system exclusives is if for example a multi-platform game won but this year that wasn't the case Zelda clearly cleaned up 3DS best game you Samus guys Returns know? yep mm-hmm. yeah. Detroit Samus Returns that's right hey let me ask you guys a question yep is Samus Returns do you classify it as a remake no it's so changed no. it is so changed no. it's not um, I mean the design the level designs are Different, aren't they? Yeah. It's, Brian it's and weird. I were having this argument. Brian and I were texting each other. Well, I think I would classify... <laughs> imagining. I would classify Zero Mission as a remake. Even that um, has so much new stuff, though. Yeah, but it's, Ooh, I think it's closer... Ah. It's the 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 sort of skeletal frame of that game is is closer. I would say, yeah. I would say the archi- architecture of it in general. Um, Samus Returns is just sort of a different monster like because you can do a punch you can do a punch <laughs> you can do the upper punch yeah do a flip yeah okay. and then the entire map is humongously different yeah. like yeah. it's not it's yeah. like it starts like this and then it goes There's i guess the core concept is the only thing that's yeah. like yeah really but okay. i would say it's kind of like the psycho remake and then uh no. zero psycho remake, remake was no. shot for shot though yeah, yeah but it's new it's, it's totally new so is that gus van no. zandt yes that was yeah. gus can we talk about xbox or not yes okay truce yeah I like. Uh, by the we, way, the, what, what uh, do we figure out? Nothing. Xbox, if anyone, uh, <laughs> we didn't. We didn't say Mario Odyssey did get in second place. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Yeah. It's a in runner up overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Overall runner, and Switch. Overall, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was a. I think that was a worry of a lot of uh, very vocal fans. Thank you. Uh, that Zelda and Mario would split the vote, and that would allow a third game. Uh, uh, to swoop in. So and that's win. happened before. That's it happened several years before. Happen. Where it happened last year, where uh, the vote was split, and then Overwatch came in from third and won for our game of the year. So yeah. What were the other two that were split? Yeah, good. I wasn't uh, here then. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, was, let me think about uh, that. I'll get back to you on that. So while he's thinking about that, I'll tell you that best mobile game Nintendo didn't take that one home. Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem were both beaten by Monument Valley 2, which I think it's a, it's a justified. Uh, sure. Didn't didn't Heroes win Player's Choice though? It did. Like mm. the, some yeah. of the votes, some of the user votes were were different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Monument Valley 2. I, I think it's objectively a, a much better game. It's a smart mm-hmm. puzzle game. And then uh, Switch games took home uh, actually one, two, three, four of the ten uh, genre categories, mm-hmm. yeah. not counting VR that uh, the Switch isn't eligible for. Action Adventure, Zelda won. Platformer, Mario Odyssey won. Puzzle game, Snip Eclipse. Really cool that that won, by the way. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I saw the devs tweeting about how excited they were about that. That's like a, a really cool thing about lists like this and, and sort of the the power of... Uh, a, a staff as large as ours getting together to sort of talk about mm-hmm. the diverse library of the games that launched this year. Snipper Clips is one of those games that like we all really loved and I think a lot of people sort of forget about when it comes to awards season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so, that is an awesome game. Snipper Clips, uh, the first week I was in the office, that huge Switch conference happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, and right. I was around that night to help cover it and Snipper Clips was the one news story that I wrote about. And we we're like, what is this? Yeah. And everyone was so confused and like kind of pass it off as not an important thing and it became so important because of how great it was and I've had it Snipper Clips is awesome yeah. I cry laughing when I play it, yeah it. seriously it's some of it's some of the best local multiplayer that I've probably ever played yeah. on a console like it's just it's just great it's also the stuff that you say 
playing that game mm-hmm. taken out of context is just ludicrous. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, <laughs> just, an, it's an evergreen. Just, incre- if it's you're, just incredible. You know, obviously the, the game didn't sell poorly, but if you are a Switch owner, you haven't taken the plunge, it is absolutely worth it. It's a wonderful puzzle game to just have on the system just in case you're going to play with a friend and you want some crazy fun. Uh, or just you know play on an airplane, just solve puzzles mm-hmm. by yourself. It's a good game. Mm-hmm. Or with uh, the person next to you. That's right. <laughs> so uh, that'd be weird, though. I, I saw airplane. people doing it on the plane on the way back. Okay, but yeah. then you can't say anything. You can't talk. No. Uh, <laughs> strategy, actually, uh, Switch took home uh, the prize with Mario plus Rabbits, Kingdom yep. Battle, uh, for best strategy game, which was a, a surprise, I think. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I, mean, I know so, you love it. I love it. Uh, Zach, you like it? I do like it. I like, I like it a lot. Like yeah. Um, I I played through the whole Same. thing on Babby mode, but that's that's one of the games in my backlog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's we'll, a great we'll get game. to that later. Uh, some quick news. Um, Japan. 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 Uh, Mario Odyssey pays, uh, passed a, a million units sold Whoa. In, in Japan. And That's huge. Do you know anything about the Japanese market? It is not the same as it was in the 90s where uh, where console games uh, sell multi-million copies. You know, it's, it's much more... Um, uh, mobile games have been incredibly successful. So according to MediaCrate, that one passed a million, and then Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, the re-release for Switch, will pass a million units before the end of the year. That and this had, is uh, just one region. and just Japan. Uh, for Mario Odyssey, that's what, six weeks, five weeks? Month and a half. It's very very fast. Yeah, because we're in. Yeah, basically, almost and, almost two months actually. But there's the reminder that the uh, and Zelda isn't isn't close to that yet. And Zelda obviously split across two platforms, mm. um, so it outsold I, Zelda yeah. in, in that market. But yeah. Splatoon two is at 1.5 million in Japan. It's a mega hit over there. Yeah. And if you look at the uh, uh, the platform charts, uh, the the Switch and the 3DS are dominating. Um, you know, I. I I forget. I think it was last week. It was like 14 out of 20 spots were Nintendo games. Uh, Yokai Watch uh, 2, Busters 2, just came out there. Debuted at number one with 200,000 sales in just a couple of days. So That's crazy. Nintendo is back in that market. Not like they were ever completely gone there. The 3DS always performed well. The Wii U even less or so. But um, you know, the, the, the hardware itself is also selling really well. Uh, there was an article in Famitsu, the weekly Japanese gaming mag, the largest gaming mag in the world. They said that Switch will surpass lifetime sales off the Wii U. So all 3.3 million units um, sold in Japan for the Wii U at the beginning of 2018. So that's after 10 that's months, amazing. the Switch yeah, will have so murdered the Wii U. So Poor Wii. What was the, the Wii U was what, 14 million worldwide? Was that the, the figure? At yeah, the like 13.5. So on this trajectory, if they're going to outsell 3.3 Three million units in Japan. Do we know what the sales units are here in the states? And like, what are what are our predictions as to when the Switch uh, eclipses the Wii U like worldwide? Worldwide, do you think, I think it's gonna. Do you think before the end of be next, next year? year. Yeah. Yes. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would, yeah, I I would so probably too. say February at the yeah. latest. Actually, February. Yeah, Woo! it's uh, the machine is. You think now it's gonna sell? Stock. You think it's gonna sell? What eight million more units between now and February? I think it's I think, a little. I think it's. Oh, maybe. Well, yeah. well, it's, so it on how many people are buying for Crimbus? Yeah, the yeah. Switch, the Switch is capturing the attention of people who bought the Wii because of the hype yeah. and then didn't get the Wii U right. and are yeah. now back on it. Like aunts and uncles and like friends' mm-hmm. parents are yeah. getting the Switch. And well, it also has it also has like two of the most publicly talked about games readily available right now yep. so like mm-hmm. I, i've seen people that have like people that i follow on twitter that have been out of gaming forever that are like 
hey, I bought a Switch and I'm playing Super Mario Odyssey oh, because it yeah. feels like Mario 64 mm-hmm. and I'm so happy that I did it. So. Right. Zelda is sweeping awards. I mean, it, it really, it, it's such a positive story around the Switch where it, like you can't help but hear about it. Yeah. It'll be talked about as the hot Christmas item in mainstream media kind of, you know, uh, TV show stuff. What are you laughing about? We got a lot of distractions going on. I was texting earlier and then Brian's just buying stuff on the eShop here. I didn't, I, yeah, I, 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 I got to explain that. Brian. I was, I was texting for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I texted Marty on this show, live on the air, uh, to figure out what the two runner-ups were, because I could remember one, which was The Witness last year, was yep. one of our close calls, and oh, the second game. game was Inside. So those are the oh, two games. Uh, so those are the two games that were one and two, and then Overwatch came from behind a win. All Got amazing it. games, and uh, so is Overwatch. Uh, quick news on just kind of uh, game updates uh, for the Nintendo Switch. Splatoon 2 updates are continuing. Nintendo did not overpromise. Mm-hmm. They're delivering new content all the time. This weekend... Uh, boot up Splatoon, you'll see a new weapon called the Squeezer mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Splash Wall as a sub and Stingray as a special. And that's it basically is a giant champagne bottle. Yeah. That's oh. cool. And how just, how festive. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Right? Just in time for the for, new year. Uh, for new year. And it just repeatedly keeps popping champagne? Uh, no, it does paint. Just oh, well, you like, know what I mean. Like, yeah. uh, okay, great. Uh, thanks, Arms thanks, also is getting an update. So Arms version 5.0 is coming out on Friday. So as you're watching this, it's probably out and adding a brand new mysterious character. So another cool. character mm. update completely for free. Pretty good stuff, huh? Do you think another nightmare clown is what's coming? To I hope Arms? not. I don't no, like those. I think it is now uh, in our rearview mirror. Special guest, it. <laughs> yes, it's got to be a, a Jedi with a lightsaber or something to be Ooh. more topical. And then uh, we're getting closer to the Stardew Valley update. Mm. Reminder: Switch was supposed to have that exclusive multiplayer mode that's still coming, um, and uh, the uh, the dev the developer. It's a one-man team of Eric Barone. He shared that um, in November he would be disclosing more details closer to the launch of the DLC, of the of the update, and he just shared something on Twitter. He's saying multiplayer, but also there will be a new town event in winter. There will be signs to d- display any of your items on it, more decorations, NPC events, a new collection, a, a way to respect profession. So sounds like quite a meaty update. No date yet, but I'm assuming because it's all winter-themed, you're you're not gonna have to wait very long. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Yeah. So it'll be like, boop, surprise! It'll pop up, and mm. then you can play a, a fantastic uh, uh, farming RPG in two-player. I got to get back into that. I think maybe over the Christmas break, I'll be playing a little uh, uh, Stardew Valley because, like, I played a lot of it on PlayStation, and I've missed it on Switch. I, I yeah. have it, and I started my farm, but I right. haven't picked it up since launch. So it's a good platform for it. Yeah. yeah, continues to be a top seller. Like anytime I open the the eShop and just look at the top sellers, Stardew is is there mm-hmm. every time. So good news for that. Yeah. And then uh, to round up the news. This is my favorite. Davide Soliani. Yeah. Uh, our our Friend favorite of the show. Rabbits creator uh, from Ubisoft uh, recently tweeted that around the year 2003, he and Fabio Paggetti, or is it Paggetti? Spaghetti. spaghetti. Fabio spaghetti. spaghetti. No, it's a real name. Fabio Spaghetti. Every, every, every Italian almost. person has a full Gorlani. pasta last name. It's a secret. Ar- Ar- Arvederci. <laughs> Colani. This is getting racist. No, getting, this yeah, it is. Inglorious Bastards, an amazing scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm Italian. I'm sitting right here. I can hear everything you're saying. Uh, we're more. my pasta ears. <laughs> that kind of makes more fun of Americans, though. In the what? Sure. Yeah, for That's not true. being able to pronounce stuff. When are we going to uh, talk about Xbox? Double whammy. Uh, on PUBG. to Xbox news. So he tweeted out, terrible. We got hung up on these names. Uh, he tweeted out that in the year 2003, he pitched to his boss at Ubisoft. 
a remake of Wind Waker for the GBA. So yeah. cool. A demake of yes. Wind Waker for the GBA. Oh, we have a picture of yeah. it. And he, uh, he shared a picture of it as well on his Twitter feed. So look that up. Mm-hmm. Davide Soliani. And... Uh, I mean, there it it's, is. it's uh, if you're watching the video version of the NVC, you can see it. It's it's cute. It's a you know, it's it's a it's a true kind of two D ish D make of Wind Waker, yeah. uh, complete with the uh, the iconic uh, swirly pattern pots and everything. Yeah. Well, it's even got cell shading, right? Like there's that black outline on the sprites. It's got a dash of minish cap in it. Um, I really dig this. It's also because like the the two handheld uh, Zeldas we got after this were all touchscreen until yeah. Link Between yeah. Worlds. Um, it reminds me of Jules, who was on the show a couple weeks ago, uh, was working on a remake of the Virtual Boy WarioWare game that he yep. was going to put on DS that he fully colored and everything, gorgeous pixel art, and it just didn't happen. Aww. So uh, it's just cool that, that these things, like uh, games get pitched like this sometimes, right? And this is how Davide got Mario and Rabbids made. Like he made a prototype and pitched it. So we're to believe that maybe at some point, like he did pitch this. We don't know how far that got. Yeah. But it, he says no luck at the time, but yep. it was running nicely. We were dreamers. <laughs> so, and that's uh, probably where the I would play. Is. I would play a two D version. Oh of yeah, oh, yeah uh, it, it's not even too far fetched because Capcom developed uh, uh, Minish Cap. Yeah. You know, so it was like it's yeah. not and, and not necessarily Game Boy yeah. games before, not necessarily yeah. unheard of that that Nintendo would hand off Zelda to a. I feel like uh, it would be an awesome game, except for sailing would be really boring because it would just be like top yeah, oh, down. Oh, is it because just sailing blue is screen. really boring? <laughs> well, like without even being able to see the horizon, yeah. sailing is like the whole point of sailing in that game is just like. Oh, well, I'm sailing. But hey, there's an island. This would just be like blue screen, blue screen. Oh, fish. Blue screen, blue screen, blue screen. Island. Didn't know that was coming. Great. <laughs> Did I ever share that, you know, the main theme for Wind Waker when you're sailing? The Yeah, you wrote that on the piano, right? No, I did not write that. When my kids were playing that game, they came up with the song, Here Comes the Jumpy, because most of the time you were sailing around looking for that damn fish. Yeah. And so they're like, Here comes the Jumpy. Where is the Jumpy? I heard that song every day. Oh, that's that's really great. good. A damn jumpy. I love that so guy. Eh. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, wonderful game. Uh, sorry we didn't get to see that, but uh, there's still a chance to bring back the Wind Waker universe maybe in the future. And if mm-hmm. you're, well, I mean, yeah. I, feel, I, I feel like I've talked about it on the show. I feel like Breath of the Wild is a spiritual successor to Wind Waker um, in a lot of ways. Now flood that kingdom, yeah. man. Um, and it. if you're jonesing for a 2D Zelda that's like Wind Waker, play the Minish Cap because that's one of my favorite uh, yeah. Zelda games. There you go. So that's uh, that's it for the news this week. Obviously, by the time we record this and post this, there'll be a hundred new news stories, including the announcement of uh, Zelda's successor and a new Super Mario Galaxy game. Mm-hmm. But that's all we have for you. So we're going to uh, now move on to the games that we're playing this week. Yeah. Um, which means uh, this will be about two hours. No, Brian we'll go quick. Sharing his impressions. No. So. You've been talking our ear off on Floor Kids. Yeah. What's so, so, what's so cool? Um, I, so I'm, I'm a really big old school hip hop fan. It's just something I grew up listening to and like living in and around New York City is just something I connected with. Uh, and in the 80s and 90s, it was really easy to do that. And there was this guy I used to go see in uh, New York City named Kid Koala. And Kid Koala is like this like tiny little guy who just goes out and DJs and he's fantastic. He would make his own like cover art for his vinyl records and stuff like that. And he ended up working with Dan the Artimator and doing and Deltron, Deltron, which was yeah, like, Deltron which blew up. Yeah. He, uh, 
He made a he basically did all the music uh, for a breakdancing video game that's on Switch now called Floor Kids. And they're called Floor Kids because they breakdance on the floor. And so you sort of move up the ranks in this breakdance crew, uh, unlocking new characters in this sort of like free form rhythm game that I saw another outlet describe as sort of sort of like Tony Hawk ish. It's way more Tony Hawk than it is like Guitar Hero. It's a really forgiving rhythm game where using different directions on the joysticks and on button presses and stuff like that you can basically up rock which is you know breakdancing standing up or you can do floor moves like spins and stuff like that you can freeze you can stop on your head and all this cool stuff happens and the music is just fantastic and you sort of tap the buttons along to the beat but like i said it's really forgiving like you don't screw up it's not like guitar hero where like uh you miss a note and you'll never catch up again or like, or like parappa where yeah. you like step on the gas gas yep oh. yeah and you feel like you feel like you really mess things up um this game is just really wonderful it's really fun the hand drawn animation is really great uh and the price of this game is 1990 which is both a great <laughs> breakdancing move and a great year for hip hop. So nice. um, yeah, check this out. Watch some videos for it and go check it out on the eShop because it's like it's totally secret. I don't think a lot of people really know about really this. Fun. It's really really fun. So they yeah. have battle modes. Uh, I haven't you? played multiplayer yet, but I, I assume there is. Yeah, there's there's a lot of cool stuff in there, and all the characters you unlock are really great. They're all very sketchy. Is that your top <laughs> recommendation this week? Like, kind um, of like a new game? Yeah, this one came out about two weeks ago, yeah. I'd say. But um, it's I think it's my favorite. Some of, of them. Better recent game? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so I, I played uh, Goro Goa, mm-hmm. the uh, the new puzzle game from Annapurna, and uh, I, I really dig that one. It's a it's, It seems to be a very short game. I haven't finished it yet, but... Uh, Andrew was saying, Andrew Goldfarb, friend of the yep. show, was saying that uh, one of our guys beat it in like 40 minutes. Yeah, Whoa. but probably known what they're doing. So yeah. it's, it's, a, uh, it's a really interesting puzzle game where you have four panels, like a comic book panel set up, and you have an image in the top left panel, and then when you move into the other panels, you you sometimes kind of like take a part of that image with you, like a yeah. frame, and and uh, the combinations of these images together make stuff happen. Right. So like, for example, there's a moth that follows a light, and so you have a light that's not lit, but you have a sun in the other picture, and like, can you combine the two panels to create a light that's lit up for the moth to fly up? Right. It's, a, it's a really cool mind-bending puzzle uh, game, and it's beautifully designed. The yeah, art's it's great. It's got this weird, like, psychedelic vibe, because it, it's, you can place a door somewhere and open the door to an entirely different space yeah. and then you'll walk into zoom out yeah, yeah. you'll walk into an like a whole new room or a whole different world with different characters and it kind of like Maybe I'm way off base here, but it, it kind of feels to me like mist a little bit where you're solving they're, they, the puzzles aren't necessarily environmental as much as they are like just looking at things and thinking abstract but like. But they're, it's, some of the puzzle solutions are really brilliant. Yeah, like, right. I, I don't want to give anything away. They're, they're like uh, instruments you have to think about, like, oh, how can they fit together and how can they change the, uh, what they're designed to do? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's super clever. The only bummer is it's, uh, it's three times the price on the Switch. Yeah, so as it you, is on iOS. If you want to yeah. play it on iOS right now, and, and it is absolutely playable, looks the same on iOS, touchscreen, I would argue, is actually superior. A better better right. version. Um, so... Uh, but it's a it's a game if you love clever puzzle games and you're into great art that's definitely one. Uh, was it? It was been in development for like seven what, years. seven years. Right? Seven years that guy yeah. spent on that because yeah. he did it all himself. You yeah, know? did everything. Uh, Super clever game. Uh, Annapurna is doing some really really cool stuff with indies right yeah. now, and yeah. they are really doing some stuff that's like very different. They're bringing Kentucky Route Zero mm-hmm. to the Switch next year, oh, which yeah. is really exciting. We um, saw a little bit of that at E3. Yeah, saw it at PAX as well. Um, yeah. 
yeah, I really love the stuff that they're doing. They're typically like they're more well known as a a film production house. Like if, uh, uh, but the stuff that they're doing in the game space is really really cool. Yep, so. great stuff. And then uh, another game that I really like that just uh, came out on the fourteenth uh, is Enter the Gungeon. Um, you played a bit of that, did you? Mm-hmm. Play that? I haven't played. I okay. that is the one of the games that I've been hearing the most about. Though. Right, Enter yeah. the Gungeon is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so it's a uh, you know kind of retro styled uh, top down game. Uh, with procedurally generated uh, dungeons where, I mean, literally you have to explore a dungeon, get weapons, and then take out a boss. And it's a, you know, smart kind of like almost like 16-bit style boss battle. It's uh, it's a bullet hell and a roguelike. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With it, procedurally generated levels. And it's and sort of about a weapons. culture that, yeah. uh, an unfathomable culture that is obsessed with guns. Oh, yeah. yeah a lot weird. of the dialogue you know, so is escapism. Like all about yeah. guns. Yeah. yeah. And, and your right stick uh, will control the direction you shoot into. It's not, you, you know, there's some homing going on, so you don't have to exactly aim like in a, like, I don't know, like a Smash TV or yep. whatever, sure. right? But um, it is, uh, you also have a roll move to get around uh, uh, to either jump over gaps or to avoid uh, some of the many, many bullets that fly in this game. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's, it's just a really fun kind of time. Gungeoneering. And you can play with two players. Yeah, I this is a, a Devolver, right? Yeah. Devolver yeah. Digital Mesa. I got a yeah. gun that shoots skulls. Sweet. I got a sword that sh- knocks bullets back at enemies. A sword. It's, it's a sword. Yeah, the game's fun as hell. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good game. So uh, pay attention to that one. Um, if if you're into uh, if you're into kind of the roguelike and, and randomly generated dungeon setup, or if you like stuff like um, uh, Next Machina and that's things like that. Exactly. On, on I was PS4, trying to think like of a, what that name yeah. was, and it's like. Mm-hmm. It's a twin stick shooter that's extremely yeah. competent and rewarding to play, and it's hard. It's yeah. really difficult. But and I'd say, you know, kind of setup wise, it is not it is not wholly original, right? It's just uh, the way it's put together, the way it feels, makes this uh, stand on its own. Whereas, like, there's another game that just came out called Brawl Out. Yeah, that will be a little bit more familiar to players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think that looks like? Well, <laughs> um, I I played a little bit of this today because I heard about it, and I'm a big fan of Smash. And ah. it's it's a Smash clone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big time. Like pretty much exactly. I, Brian, did you you played a little bit more than I did? Yeah. So this is a this is like you said, you nailed it. It's a straight up Smash Brothers clone, uh, which is nice because it, there's no Smash Brothers on yes, Switch right now. But it also has a little bit more complicated combos. Mm-hmm. So instead of just having uh, the hard smash like A to the side and your special moves with B, you can combine your A and B moves to make uh, special moves. Yeah, and so this is a Smash Brothers clone dis- built and designed by Smash Brothers experts, actually modders from the Smash Brothers community yes. who have been modding Brawl for, God, what, eight years now? How Forever. long has that um, You know, the, the, it's the game they won't stop playing, and so they bring their TVs with them everywhere. They've, they've, they kit-bash this game to, to, to run according to their, you know, their specifications. Uh, and so this game feels a lot like that, and uh, where it loses itself in sort of the individuality of having really cool characters that you grew up recognizing, mm-hmm. um, it gains in the fact that it's just a straight-up fun Smash Brothers clone on the Switch. Minus and items, though. There, minus items, yeah. a big difference yeah. that some of the chaos is removed so it is a little bit more um it's a little bit more focused you mentioned the yeah thing. and so i catch a lot it of looks a lot like smash yeah, yeah i catch a lot it of black like from yeah. smash from from the pro smash brothers guys because i'm always just like i like the items like they're yeah. fun and they play no items one final stock, destination final destination yeah. Yeah, yeah that whole thing right and for me i'm like you know i want all the items but a lot of these characters are or most of these characters are created by the this team so they're just it's like a toad with four mm-hmm. arms and like a bull and like yeah. but, well, and guacamole, right? but yeah so yeah. that's the other thing and i think that's the promise of this is that um 
you also have Hyper Light Drifter and Guacamelee, who are two licensed characters from indie devs that made it in here. So I think cool. this, yeah, this has the the sort of the potential to grow as this cool pocket of indie characters it's, who we don't see so show neat. up in anywhere. It's else. the same thing. It's the same thing that you see in Mutant Muds. Right? Yeah, like having Shovel Knight and those kind of characters in Mutant Muds. Like I like the idea that these guys are just reaching out to their buds and they're like, hey, we want to yeah. put Hyper Light Drifter. Yeah, or yeah. we want to put Juan from Guacamelee in this game. Like, can we do it? And you know, I think it's really awesome because it, it, a, it adds characters like you mentioned the, it lacks the familiarity of Smash Brothers and obviously Hyperlight Drifter isn't anywhere as well known as yep. mm-hmm. Star, Star Fox, but it's nice to have these kind of characters in there, especially for guys like us, like people like us that, that love these indie games and stuff. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool. This is, I never would have guessed that I would play as Hyperlight Drifter in a fighting game. No, That's totally. Weird, I know? mean, this is like, it's a Smash Brothers for the the kid, the indie kids table in the cafeteria, mm-hmm. you and know, it, which and I really did. And it works with the GameCube adapter and yep. GameCube controllers yep. as well. Uh, like and so it's got ledge grabs. It's got, you know, smash moves, all that kind of stuff. All the combos are great. It's got the, like, double, triple jumps when you get knocked to the edges. Your, your you know, battle damage counter goes up to 200% or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's really cool. And then graphically, it, it runs really well. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a smooth game. It looks good. Yeah. Um, it's very playable on the small screen, too. Like, it's not that the characters are too tiny. Yeah. Like, we, it's we, a very competent game. There's it's another, just very derivative. There's a, yeah. another uh, smash game that came out on the... PlayStation 4 called Brahalla. Oh, yeah. And I like this one a lot better. Oh, cool. Oh, so cool. Yeah, we played it. We're looking a, we, for a Smash like. We checked out a little bit of online and it was like a little choppy right now, but yep. like it's, it's, it's tough to say. I think like it depends on which match you get connected with. But yeah, I mean, like most Smash Brothers, like you're going to want to play locally. Yeah. So, and then finally, another uh, one of the bigger indies actually to hit the Switch uh, in recent times is The End is Nigh. Yep. From uh, Mr. McMillan, right? Mm-hmm. A, uh, uh, a a tough game, a very a very tough game. game. Um, I, I this is a sort of I would say the spiritual successor to Meat Boy that uh, we've seen so many games like that are evocative of Meat Boy in that they are brutally hard, but they're basically like screen based mm-hmm. where you get through the level and you're on to the next thing. Um, this actually controls a lot like Slime Song, which we talked about a lot yep. on the show this year, uh, and it's almost very similar. Like you're this gross little pile of pud and you kind of jump around and collect things and it's get to cute. the end and as you get through each area uh it gets progressively harder uh and the art is very bleak now this is a uh, if you're if you're watching the show this is sort of like it shows the player playing an 8-bit version of the game that he is about to go play himself. But then it hard crashes and he sort of gets like <laughs> begins this whole new world adventure uh, where the game opens up. And it's the art is very minimalist. The music is really good. Uh, and it's brutally hard. And if you're looking for a good like sort of difficult platforming game, this a little uh, a little more gruesome than something you'd expect from something like Mario. Uh, check this game out. Does I this, love Ash Dies Alone. Yeah. It's so good. Does this... Does the... Actual game itself control the way. Yeah, it looks like it yeah. does. Yeah, I mean, this looks just like Slime Son. Yeah, like, that's it, crazy. It's very Slime Son, uh, Meat Boyish. Meat it's got Boy, a little yeah. bit of, I would say, if we're going to be reductive, like a little bit of Limbo in, you know, inside. Sure, like that sort like of that. Yeah, uh, almost it's Rain little, World. Yeah, I was right? going to say it looks a little yeah. like Rain World yep. too. Yeah, um, and it's hard. It's really hard, and it does that thing where on every screen there's like a little thing that you can collect, mm-hmm. uh, and if you can get it, great. If not. Nope. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah. The difference between this and Slime Son is that if you collect that thing in Slime Son uh, and then die, it counts it. And in this game, it doesn't. 
Ooh, so you have to get it every single it time. And that was kind of giving me a little bit of pushback. But yeah, I dig this game. It's really cool. So this this game, you know, the Switch conversion again is is uh, is great. Um, yep. You're not going to miss anything. There was another game I played last week, just briefly. I, uh, Polybridge came out also on the 14th. Uh, it's a bridge builder game where you, uh, you know, you basically have to get uh, cars to cross a ravine from the left to the right and build more and more complicated bridges. Draw bridges, sust- suspended bridges, propped up bridges. The the only what other kinds of bridges? With uh, funny bridges. I love a good funny bridge. bridges. Uh, the only problem with this game is that they converted it with um, with pointer controls. It's a motion control. And so you can't use your pro controller. You have to point you have at the to screen. Use the, the, oh, weird. And there's that weird, like, we still, I feel like nobody's mastered it on the, on the Switch. There's this lag. Yeah. And this game requires precision of you, like, pinpointing a node, sometimes from far away from your TV, depending on where you're sitting on your couch. And like there's this lag when you move it. Now you can use the touch screen, but then of course you have your fat finger in the way of like these tiny little uh, <laughs> nodes you, you want to push. Like I, guys, I mean, if the people making this game listen to this, add regular controls. There's no reason why we shouldn't be uh, controlling this with the Pro Controller. Uh, it, it just doesn't feel right in this version. I greatly prefer playing it with mm-hmm. a mouse. The pointer controls or motion controls yeah. on Switch are uh, some of the most underutilized features of the entire platform. There's and then, a reason, though. And then you, and you <laughs> see why, right? Like, yeah. I mean, World of Goo uses them, and I think it works in that game because it's mostly less fast-paced, yep. and it's kind of goes with the theme of just, like, putting your hand through this sludge. <laughs> like, it's yep. slow yep. And, and sticky, just yeah. like Goo. And that got better. The controls, so some of that got patched, too, with the system updates and yeah. the pointer controls. So right. it's getting better. But uh, Polybridge is actually a really good game. It's it's really cute and well-designed and some really cool kind of fun to be had with the constructions of the bridges. It just needs a little bit of TLC on the control we, department. We did a thing on Up you at Noon. Used to it, but it's not awesome. We did a thing on Up at Noon of uh, Switch games that you can only play in handheld mode, but we've never yeah. done anything on Switch games that you can only play with motion controls because yeah. I think this might be the first one. Um, I might be mm-hmm. wrong on that, but I Mario Odyssey. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, let's yeah. move on. So th- those were the the recent releases that we really really like. Yep. Mm-hmm. Looking forward at the next week. I don't want to spend too much time on mm-hmm. it because there's again a giant list of yeah. games coming out, in- including you know Max and the Curse of the Bro- Brotherhood, which we talked about a little bit in the in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not a huge fan, right? Uh, it's it's okay. Yeah. I think it, I mean uh, like it, this was like a big Xbox platformer game for a long time. And yep. That was you know in lieu of having anything better. Like I think that works, but I think on on the Switch it's what got about some competition. Super Lucky's Tale. No, well, no that's different. That's yeah, Twelve Tales Conquer. It's and fine. then uh, you know there's Tiny Trooper. So it's uh, I, Max has a lot of fans. So yeah. um, you know it's it, it it is a I I think it's a good game. Tiny Troopers oh. Joined Ops XL is coming out on the on the twenty first. There is on the three DS. There is a Picross. E8 coming out. If you didn't know there was a Picross game coming for 3DS, um, yes, there is. Um, mm-hmm. So if Somewhere you don't have there. a Switch yet. Somewhere out there, Tom Marks is so excited for yeah, more Picross. Oh, yeah. I like, love that game, too. Developed it's really by Jupiter. Weird. Again, it's not... I'm I'm waiting for Nintendo to do it like a Mario Zelda theme game again, like something with a little bit more of that Nintendo kind of character love. Yeah, like this Twilight is, Princess Picross available on Club Nintendo or whatever that's that was. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was this great. one. This is not it, but more Picross is always good. A whole bunch of other uh, games like Dear God, also a nice, which I'm playing of, now. Yeah, like kind of uh, uh, really gorgeous. Game. Yeah, really gorgeous, sort of like eight sixteen bit game with um, polygons. Yeah, yep. it's starring a deer who like it's weird because it's like sort of Metroidvania e, but he also yep. gets hungry the whole time, so he has to eat. Huh. From the trees, which is cute, or he'll die, which is not. Oh. So there, there's a crap ton more games, but I want to focus. Also, oh, I want to focus on three. What, what do you got? 
Oh, I was just going to say Style Savvy Styling Star for the 3DS. Hell yeah. I, that Miranda was the, that Miranda was said it's really good. Nope. Yeah, Miranda really? really likes it. Yeah. yeah, she loved the one that came out last year. So I joke. trust her. Yeah. No, it's not a joke. I really, I trust her. So I'm going to play this game. So <laughs> that's on the 3DS though. You yes. can play that on your Switch. We got a press release about that because we're obviously on Nintendo's mailing list. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, good news, Sam. Style star, styling savvy stars is happening <laughs> again yeah. this year for your fashion. And from across the room, Miranda's like, oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's awesome. That's, that's I imagine they'll start putting those on Switch soon. So, so the three games that I want to highlight before we get to our lengthy question block section is one, Blossom Tales, The yep. Sleeping King, uh, out on the 21st. Hey, Pear. Yeah? Do you like Zelda? I do like Zelda. Why, why are you asking that? Well, let me tell you about case. Blossom Tales because, really? oh boy. It's Zelda. That's the main character. Zelda yep. The main character's name is Lily. Yeah. Oh. That's true. It's just like our very own Lily Zanzibar. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Blossom <laughs> Tales. 15, 15 bucks. I think we have some footage of that that we're showing in the video version, but um, think Link to the Past. Right. Yeah, big Running time. on a uh, more modern engine. Yep. So You, you know, came over and saw me playing it, and you're like, that's that's really Link to the Past. I'm like, well, not so much. And then I walked out of like a church into an area that was like top down, and I held down the, the attack button, and it charged up and swung in a circle, and all these monsters came and hit me, and I had three hearts. You haven't seen anything lately. I was yeah, like, all right, yeah, it's pretty Link to the Past. There are bosses that are w- very reminiscent of of Link to the Past yep. and like pattern and overall design. There are enemies that swing like uh, spiky morning stars, yeah. just it's, like the guards. It's more Zelda than even Oceanhorn. Right. Zelda. It is. Like, no, yeah. it's like if you swap the sprite, yeah. or it's not a sprite, but if you swap the main character, yeah. which is like, it would be Link to the Past. Which, guess what? That's great because mm-hmm. there's no top-down 2D Zelda on Switch right now. True. And those yeah. games are great, so why not have more? Is yeah. the main character Lily or Rose? Lily. Lily, Lily. okay. What am I thinking? Uh, but yeah, the difference is it has a it has a female lead character, and it is a. I mean, it, you can't she, just call it an homage. It's a lovingly created yeah. throwback to Link to yeah. the Past. If she you, goes off to save the king. Oh yeah, no saving the oh, princess. Saving I the like king. that. Yeah, I like that. You're this. out on a quest to find the the cube force. It's a <laughs> mystical cube from the depths of nope. no. deep okay. in <laughs> the lost wood the, is the Mister Sword. There, there was <laughs> there was a giant talking tree. Okay. Really? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's oh my called God. the Duco Tree. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Find Shameless tales. Find I'm playing it though. It. It's cool. Uh, I'm I'm de- I'm gonna play it uh, more too. It, it it's really well crafted. It's not a cheap cash in. Like mm. a lot of love and care went into that. Did game. you fight the main boss Gandon yet? No. <laughs> oh gosh. He's tough. Real tough dude. Football player Gandon. He's, he's, yep. Uh, the other the other game that doesn't <laughs> look 100 percent original mm-hmm. that came out uh, uh, that I have not yet played. We have I haven't gotten a copy yet. It's Tiny Metal. Tiny Metal. Tiny yeah. Metal. Tiny Metal. 25 bucks out on December 21st, and it is Advance Wars. Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, like, the, you know, the developer talked about this game being a, uh, you know, being obviously inspired by Advance Wars and being actually frustrated that there hadn't been an Advance Wars game yeah, in a while. What? The last Advance Wars I remember was for the DS. Yes. Yep. Ooh, in the 1800s. Was there... That's yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. The, the last, last one, one was yeah. the DS one. Yeah. It's, isn't that crazy that like a franchise that's that awesome can just stop? They went, they doubled down on Fire Emblem. Yeah, you know, and and made lots of Fire Emblem games and DLC. Somebody's got to work on that. But um, what what is notable here? This is a, a a rare bigger project from a Japanese indie developer. This is uh, Area Thirty Five. Um, it was founded um, a little bit over a year ago, back in 2016. Right, and it's a team of six people that worked on this. Um, 
I was surprised that Nintendo greenlit this for the platform. It is published by Sony. Yeah, very strange. <laughs> including the Switch version through their their new indie arm, but it looks absolutely wonderful and charming. And it you know it runs on a polygonal engine, and it is it is Advance Wars down to like if you're looking at the footage right now, you can see you know the number of units required to capture a city. It's exactly like Advance Wars, where you move your units into it, they go stomp stomp stomp, you take it over and all. As a that. guy who has been long awaiting a new Advance Wars game. I'm very excited Same for Tiny Metal. No, and, and that, these are the times where I'm like, I feel like oh, it'd be nice if you had taken a slightly different route and not been so on the nose with the character design and the unit design. Hey, They're, look, if Nintendo's know. not going to do it, <laughs> yeah. somebody's got to do it because oh. I need Advance Wars. That's in my true. Life. There, was, there was another indie game in development that was a, a sort of yeah. uh, more 2D top-down Advance Wars. Fantasy-themed, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah and like I, I'm hoping we will see more games... Um, like this because the Advance Wars formula is so awesome, and the, and the Fire Emblem formula, which is Advance Wars with units that are people that you care about. Okay, this but, footage is like totally selling me on yeah, this. This, oh, this is really awesome. cute. Yeah. yeah. So this is uh, you know it was supposed to come out uh, at at midnight and and somehow didn't come out on Switch. So I'm greatly I think looking. It's, forward it's up on the store to, right now. It's it's up now. Yeah, yep. I think it was out in Europe. I was waiting for the U.S. version, so I'm gonna definitely pick this up. Sweet. You know, did you play? You played uh, Advance Wars back in the day. Yeah, on the yeah. DS. Yeah, a lot. Really long time ago. I never yeah. finished it. <gasps> I know. I'm the worst. So it's okay. But I, I did those, play those it. Those games get really hard. Good. Yeah, I didn't like finish those. the Game Boy Advance ones either. I love those games, but they're they're really hard. Yeah, I finished them all. Really? I finished. I, I definitely finished the Game Boy Advance ones, and I feel like I played at least one of the DS ones. It's one. Did of you play Battalion Wars on GameCube? Uh, no, you yeah, didn't. I did play Battalion Wars. Why? But what was the one on? What was, was the different. one on Wii? There was an Advance Wars on Wii too. What? There was no. Wasn't there? So you oh. think of Fire Emblem? Wii Wars. Uh, yeah, Wii Wars. What? Right. What am I thinking of on Wii? That was. Like you think of Battalion Wars, that, but that was a, a right. different yeah. Yeah. a different team made that you know 3D game, a little bit different uh, setup. Yeah, was Advance Wars this franchise I always forget about when somebody asks me about mm-hmm. my favorite franchises. It's because it's been too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well. And then our last uh, spotlight out of the new big games coming out of the holidays. And by the way, that's it kind of for the end of the year with the, the bigger new releases, unless Nintendo has a surprise for us or some indie game pop. I mean, I, aren't they? They're releasing new Super Mario or Super Mario Brothers Verse by the end of the year, which is part of the. That's not on the, on the calendar yet. Yeah, right. it's, it was, they announced it a couple weeks ago. That's the. Uh, Scoop. It's the, it's the <laughs> first 2D Mario game on the Switch. Yep. Um, not counting the levels of Mario Odyssey, obviously, but it's uh, based on the arcade version of Super Mario mm-hmm. Brothers Verse, which is way different than the one that we all played growing yep. up. So that's weird. Also, <laughs> uh, this year can stop. You yeah. can stop putting out games. We're good. We yeah. made, we made our lists already. Like anything you put out in the last two weeks, like we missed. We're trying. We're doing our best. I I, I load up the eShop. There's 30 games. There's I just found one. It's like this. Uh, it's, it's impossible. It was called like Guns Goren Cannoli. It's like this Italian. Game. Just yeah, give it I a saw week. That earlier yeah. today. Give it a week or two. Yeah. Like, in January, let's but, talk. You know, no okay. more games this year. Hold We're on, good. though. The end of the year. Let's not give it a week for this one. <laughs> Actually, let's give it a week because it comes out on the 28th. <laughs> yep. uh, SteamWorld Heist Ultimate Edition. Yep. We talked. Uh, at length about SteamWorld Dig 2 and how much we love that game, how it's a must-have for any Switch yes. owner. SteamWorld Heist is a very different game. Not yeah. to say that it's not a must-have. It is more like, think of a 
like a, a side-scrolling kind of worms-like game mm -hmm. where you move your units uh, turn-based style and then you angle your shots and you ricochet the bullets to hit uh, enemies who are taking cover, just like in the in the Worms franchise. And it's got that same kind of crazy uh, character roster that the, the Dig games have uh, with loving robots. Uh, yeah, wonderful. Project Steam kind of reminded me of... Yeah, it's like 2D yeah. Project Steam yeah. or like, yeah, it's got... But without any Abe Lincolns in it. Yeah, no Abe Lincolns in it. Um, yeah, this is this is really cool. I'm excited to play this one. I love this game. Uh, I I finished this one when it was on the on the 3DS, and the Ultimate Edition adds some of the the DLC to it. All, all yeah. of the DLC. To also, it, so. Image and Form quietly announced that they're just going to put a bunch more games on Switch next year. To which I was like, Wait, you guys have a bunch more games? Like, yeah. What else is? Yeah. Is there stuff we don't know about? There's secret stuff. I'm really excited to see what they do, uh, even if it's old stuff or new stuff. Um, just one of the best studio indie studios out there for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Super fun game. If you haven't played it yet, Casey, yeah, check I, it out. It's got a great sense of humor. Yeah, we're looking upgrade at... Upgrade your characters and buy new guns and everything. And I think that's 3DS games. footage here. That's why it's a little yeah. pixely, yeah. but... So uh, the, the Switch version definitely looks a, a lot sharper than yeah. this. Yeah. Cool. But, but so that's it for all the new games that came out uh, last weekend coming up. It's actually not it. There are lots more, but we're those are the ones we're, we're focusing on. Steam will dig to buy it if you haven't. Yet. Uh, now just we a few days left in the year to put out another sixty games. If that's what you're waiting, oh, just want to put out more games. Just close out that year. So strong. now we're going to go into uh, into our question block segment for the yeah. next twenty minutes. Yeah. We'll be answering uh, questions from our fans on the Facebook group, and Zachary Ryan has curated I a did. delectable selection of questions. I got a lot of good questions yeah. for us today, you guys. Should you we wanna, just uh, jump right in? Yeah, you yes. Wanna, right. You want to jump in? Get it. Uh, okay. So let's first off, Carl on the Facebook page. Carl on, on our Facebook. Carl. <laughs> Carl asks, "What's one prediction you have for 2018 that you really think is going to happen, even if there's no reason to think it?" And, oh man. Okay, I'm, hold on. So that is going to happen, even if there's no reason to think it. So, so take a wild leap here. I'll say, Metroid Prime Four, holiday 2018. Oh. I think that we're going to see that in a direct in the first part of the year, and then they'll say, also, it's coming this year. Uh, okay. Smash Brothers with GameCube Joy-Cons. Ooh, okay. Huh. Yeah. I think that I think that will definitely happen. The GameCube Joy Cons? Yeah, I'd be amazed. I, yeah, I I think there'll be a Pro Controller exactly shaped like right. The game right. Controller. That makes yeah. me very excited. But uh, you go ahead. Oh, um, I have no reason to think this. No, that's, that's but the rule, right? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, a some sort of. Port to Kingdom Hearts, port mm. of Kingdom Hearts to the Switch. That's a, that's actually a really good call. I feel like that's that would a clean really up. Really good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we recently heard also from you know Capcom said, "Hey, we're going to put more games on this machine." So I'm Resident uh, Evil Four. Every I'm, Mega Man. I'm hoping. Oh, Square please, is Resident on Evil Four. Train as well. Oh, yeah, so good. Yeah. I don't. Another thing. I actually I don't think we're going to get Monster Hunter Double Cross on the Switch here. Really? Mm. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get it. How come? Because usually they they've been more upfront about if we're gonna get it get a new Monster Hunter before. And so that you <laughs> think because they haven't said anything yet, they're, it's just gonna they're gonna just go yeah, quiet. Yeah, they don't the want to talk about it. When I I was there for I talked to some of the producers about mm -hmm. Monster Hunter World, and like they did not want to talk about Double Cross. <laughs> did you talk to any of the monsters? What do they feel about it? They uh, are happy that not <laughs> a whole other country is gonna be able to slaughter them. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> They're very, they're well very said. Smart ones. <laughs> uh, so my pick is, so even if there's no reason to think it, I'm going to have to uh, uh, pick that F-Zero returns on the Nintendo Switch because there's no reason to think it because the franchise hasn't sold well. Nintendo did not treat it kindly. 
Uh, if you remember Nintendo Land, the F Zero mini game was the worst. Yeah, yeah. Um, Captain it. Falcon is beloved in Smash Brothers, and we would love to see more characters from that franchise. He's a but meme. I, think, he, I don't know if he's but beloved, I, but I think he's beloved. <laughs> Uh, but um no it's it's just that nintendo's been so good at saying you love this you love this you love this we're gonna bring it all back and like we already got the yosh we got kirby coming the yosh everything everything, you go to college with it everything that's right we're we're big friends uh friends the yosh Uh, this is my big friend (laughs) i think we'll see an f-zero game and i think they go they're going to go external for it yeah yeah and they've gone that route in the past Mm -hmm. uh dylan at Fuego Maniac on Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter at NVC Podcast. Um, he asks, "Do you think Nintendo will release the SNES and NES Classic library on the Switch? I want the classics, but they are so hard to find, and this would be even better. Ideally, they'd release wireless controllers modeled after the NES and SNES controllers." Pear just predicted that we would get GameCube controllers. Mm-hmm. So hell, why not all of them? Just bring out well, bring out Pro controllers of all the other controllers. But do you guys think that we'll see those collections? Or those games on Switch? Yes, we'll see those games. Yep. We won't see those collections because they can sell you those games for five to eight dollars each, mm-hmm. rather than give you like one folder that has thirty of them. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. think. I mean, look, they have already announced that they're going to their uh, their back catalog for the online plan. Mm-hmm. I think you will absolutely be seeing these Super NES and NES games uh, coming to the system. And let's be honest, they the core set of amazing games that's like 20 games yeah right? they're these core games they're going to milk those and bring those back but i agree with you i don't think they'll bundle them well you make a big event out of each yep. each one which was they did they were really good at doing that with the virtual console because i think like all, i i love the super nintendo classic and the nes classic because they're um they're sort of boutique items right yep. and even when you're not using them they look really cool sitting on your tv you're like mm-hmm. i have a little nes like, yeah it's, it's awesome i have i have both of those on either side of my sound bar and they're adorable even if i don't actually play them much yeah but you get overwhelmed turning them on because you're like every one of these things has 60,000 hours of games gameplay in them right especially the Super Nintendo because it has so many RPGs yeah you've got yeah all these just 50 hour games sitting next to each other and so I think if you launch one game on Switch and wait two weeks and launch another game on Switch and then wait two weeks I think it's a it's a smarter way of doing it and it tricks people like us who probably won't replay those games from top to bottom anyway uh to buy them all yeah, I mean, how many times have I purchased Super Metroid in different right. forms? And I would 100% buy Super Metroid on my Switch just to be like, well, I can play it on the go if I want to yep, now. Yep, it's there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's there. Um, next one. Next question comes from Jack from the UK, and he wrote to us at the email at uh, nvc at ign.com. And he says, hi, Philip, Pear, Brian, and Zach. Almost. He says, my question is, what non-Nintendo series or franchise would you love to see Nintendo do a game for or love to see their take on? Thanks for the awesome podcast. I look forward every week for my weekly fix of Nintendo gossip and discussion. Oh, man, this is so a really good one. So what non-Nintendo game do you want to see Nintendo take a spin at, a swing at? Oh, so I, yeah, I just, they already did it. <laughs> they already did it. So Mission accomplished. All right. Okay, they made a DDR game. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They did. They made that's Mario right. mix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, right. <laughs> that's true. It was pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they've done a lot of weird crossovers like that. Like there was that Nintendo Tetris. Yeah. That was uh, on DS. That would just had like tons of Nintendo stuff in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they have crossover with uh, the NBA. <laughs> that was weird. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm okay on seeing that again. It's me. It's odd. Done soccer and basketball stuff. So I'm taking this as like an an existing franchise of yeah. games. 
And you could go like Assassin's Creed or whatever. Well, I guess mm-hmm. there's Breath of the Wild. But like you could take any of these big games. I'm going to take something that's a little bit, uh, that's as far-fetched but a little bit more realistic. And that's a forgotten franchise called Archon. Okay. Archon was a game on uh, made by EA back when EA's logo was EAO. Uh-huh. Um, this was back in the, the home computer days. Archon was, it kind of is like Smash Brothers the shooter. It's like a chessboard with these characters like uh, from mythology, like a Medusa and like a shapeshifter and stuff. And it's literally a chessboard of like uh, one player playing versus the other with uh, with um, slightly different units. And so it, whenever two characters would meet on the chessboard, they'd go into a battle arena. And like think of like Custom Robo, which is a, yeah. another forgotten Nintendo franchise. You'd battle it out against your friend or against okay. the computer. And like, cool. I feel like... It's it's a shame this franchise has been forgotten in history, and I feel like Nintendo did such a great job balancing Smash Brothers to have characters like think of Ice Climbers yeah. in Smash Brothers. Mm. It's two characters, and somehow they pull that off against Kirby, who can hover. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like if anybody can nail Archon, it's Nintendo. I want uh, Punch Out Battlegrounds, <laughs> which would be PUBG. And so basically, a hundred boxers get dropped into New York City, and they have to punch each other until there's only one left. Perfect. You could be Glass Joe or Little Mac or any of the other 20 dudes, and they'll just make up 80 other racist characters. This <laughs> is punch out. But PUBG. You, by the way, with PUBG and Fort, uh, Fortnite, any of these games that are uh, succeeding based on Battle Royale mode, yeah. if you're not into those shooters, it's like based on you know a Japanese cult movie. It's like big arena, Hunger Games style. Everybody fight against each other. Boom, arena gets smaller. If you're outside, you're dead. Boom, arena gets smaller again until you're in the middle and you have to shoot the other person. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I feel like this mode, just like horde mode or you know any uh, like a team team battle or you know capture the flag, will be a mainstay mode. In a lot mm-hmm. of games, I think Call of Duty is going to do it. Ton of fun. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. Sure I wonder if Splatoon would, do it. would ever do it. Yeah. Oh yeah, is like that a question? Standing? Yeah. No. Oh, someone I think he's okay. Just tossing that out. Yeah. Well, I saw someone post that on Facebook yesterday. They oh. asked, "Oh, nice." If they think Splatoon two would ever have a battle royale? A battle battle. Oh wow! And I absolutely want them to. I think it'd be, it'd be great. Yeah, me too. It'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it would have to get way bigger maps for that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah, um, I think my pick, and again, this is like sort of a. I know people are going to say like, "Well, what about Metroid?" But I'd love to see them do like a Castlevania game. Oh, dude! I'd oh. love to see Nintendo's take on Castlevania and like do like a dark platformer kind of style. Like, I really That's think that that'd one, be really. Yeah. Cool. Do you want like a GBA era, Symphony yeah. of the Night era, Castlevania? Give me, yeah. give me like a Nintendo yeah. designed uh, Circle of the Moon or, mm-hmm. or Aria of Sorrow, and like. Yeah, because we got a awesome we got a game me. on Switch recently called Slain, which I didn't really get to talk about, but it's a uh, it's a two D, very violent, bloody, sixteen bit Castlevania esque game. Hmm. But uh, it didn't really connect with me because it's way more like old school Castlevania. That's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, but I really I, I like the Metroidvania era of sort of like open up the map and I could see it going either way because like mm-hmm. I like level based Castlevania and I like like Metroidvania yeah. Castlevania. Well, yeah. I guess that's just Castlevania, but yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's my. Pick. I would love that. Pretty I good. Would totally love that. Good question. Um, Thank you, Dustin on Facebook with my favorite question of the day asks, "What is best sandwich? What <laughs> is best sandwich? What is what best is sandwich? Best sandwich? Is this, this a pocket full of soup? Kind of yeah, thing? yeah. This yeah, is this a friend, is tough. It's a nod of, to our friend Jared Petty. 
Uh, I feel like I'm, I answered this differently in the past. But really? Yeah. Do you, do, well, you, I think your your taste changed. With yeah, know. like it depends on the day and how hungry mm. I am. I would say BLT is really the perfect sandwich. BLT is mm-hmm. really like good. Like you just can't beat a BLT. Okay. But like if you're in a fancy mood, you can do something. Uh, you know, fancy little, BLT. A little uh, pork belly on your sandwich, oh, yeah. and you know, add some little like Japanese stuff to mm-hmm. it. You know, like some miso mayo or something. I'm a huge fan of uh, banh mi. Yeah, which is like it's, it's the yeah. thing I get in my neighborhood all the time. It's like six bucks. You go to the one uh, around here. Yeah, dragon like, eats. Um, yeah, it's really it's really good. So uh, it's it's, it's like good. six bucks, and it's got like uh, what is it on there? It's sort of like it's like pork. Yeah, it's, we get like any any type of meat, and then they add uh, basically cilantro, cilantro carrots, 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 shredded carrots, cucumber, jalapeno, and then uh, you put sriracha on it, yeah. and it's Ooh, just it's really good. All right, I uh, want one now. Yeah. What kind I, of restaurant do you go to to? To get on me, Vietnamese, Vietnamese, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they're like they're dirt cheap, like hole in the wall joints. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't spend more than seven. There was a somewhere. place. There was a place in the Richmond. I used to live in the Richmond here in San Francisco that did the best bon mi sandwich mm-hmm. that I've ever had for five dollars. When I was a college student, that was so clutch. Um, I will say best sandwich is controversial pick: grilled tuna. Grilled tuna sandwich. Grilled, an open faced. No, just yeah, you take it. You take a. It's like a. It's like a. Uh, a grilled cheese sandwich, except it's got like oh a yeah, tuna okay, so tuna, like melt. tuna melt, yeah, yeah, yeah like, a like tuna with the, from a can, can yeah. tuna, but like it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, put some fresh, dill on not, top. Not it's fresh good. tuna, like fancy, no, no, like, like a fish sandwich, yeah, yeah no, like a hospital yeah, food. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. Okay, uh, I, 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 I want to give a shout out to the, uh, the, uh, what's it called, the chicken parm. On, on the East Coast, like a, it's basically breaded fried chicken covered in mozzarella and and sauce. And you can tell sauce. that you can tell that Brian is from the East Coast because he says mozzarella with mozzarella. mozzarella. <laughs> People say moots. Casey, mozzarella. You, you like is, you like some gabagook? I like Casey. <laughs> what is best sandwich? Best sandwich is a uh, chicken tender pub subs. Well, I know des- you guys describe know this. What that is. What the hell is it's not a Florida thing. <laughs> it's a Florida thing. Well, how okay. many times we got to tell you to not talk about Florida stuff <laughs> is on this show? Is the chicken really alligator? No, it's, it's real maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Is Pub Subs really? the chain? So it's called Publix, and it's a grocery store oh, chain. Oh, right, 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 okay. right, right. And they make their own chicken tenders. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they put them into subs with fresh baked bread, and you can put whatever you, you want. Talking about there. Pub Subs chicken nubs. Is that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never. <laughs> Let me ask you about these about these uh, nuggets. Are they or these tendies? Are they are they cold? Is right, this that's nugget they, voice they, cast? You can, heat, you can get them hot and okay, then toast yeah, the whole sandwich. That makes a whole that makes a world of difference. Gotta, cold. I can't have a cold tendy. I have I have friends who like like buffalo sauce. Toss them in buffalo sauce and ranch. Mm-hmm. Blue cheese. Yeah. It's the end, gentlemen. They have. It's the end of the year. Okay, (laughs) we can do this. If you're still watching, well done. Yeah. For more on this, uh, check out the ham episode of Beyond. (laughs) Next Uh, question, Michael at Athlete Michael, who I assume is some sort of professional athlete. Yeah. On Twitter, he says, "What is the oldest game of your back catalog that you will make sure to play someday? Why has it been this long? What will you play over Christmas, and why won't you play the game from the back catalog? Oh no! Played shamefully." I still haven't played Super Mario Galaxy 2. That's what Michael said. Oh, I, played wow. oh, yeah. I thought you were saying that. I was no. like, what? No, no I, I, I don't think, I think you can't be allowed on the show if you haven't played Super Mario yeah. Galaxy 2. You'd be surprised. Um, the oldest game in my back catalog on a Nintendo system. On a Nintendo system? Yeah, that's, that's the on caveat. Oh, no, I, I guess he didn't, didn't say that. He didn't specify, specify that. but yeah, I'm always we, just we could, assuming. Yeah. yeah, we could coast on that one. Um, oldest game? Like, I, I mean, there's like... 
I always purge, like, whenever I get past, like, the year mark, I take something out of my drawer. I'm like, I'm never going to get back to it. So, like, I still, whenever I open my video game drawer in the living room, Mass Effect 4 stares at me. Oh, right. Andromeda? I started yeah. it Andromeda. I started it. I'm like, I want to play it. And I keep on put- putting it off because there's so many other awesome What games. is that? Uh, the, Miyamoto worked on a game for the Game Boy, uh, Mole Mania. Do you know about that? No. Yeah, it's a it's like a mole game, and it's it's a first oh, party. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a first right. party, yeah. officially licensed, published Nintendo game yeah. that I bought on DS a couple years ago. It's like thirty years old at this yeah. point, um, and apparently it's awesome. And people talk about how great it is. And I played the first level and stopped. And then I keep being like, I should go back to that because it's like I love going through like Miyamoto's like early early back mm-hmm. catalog. Um, but I'm I'm never gonna do that. Yeah, there's, I'm sure there's a ton of... It's just there's not enough time. There's so yeah. many games coming out across all these platforms. Um, <laughs> one of the things that, that springs to mind, and it's not a game that's been in my back catalog for a really long time, but since I got the SNES Classic, I realized that I've never played Secret of Mana all the way through. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, there you go. And uh, I'm a big-time Square fan. Like I'm a big mm-hmm. RPG guy, and so that's sort of one of those, like, oh, I don't really know how I managed to miss this. Mm-hmm. So Secret of Mana is something that I really want to get to one day. We should just say... Why get- am I not playing it over Christmas, he asks, is because um, I'm playing... I'm finishing the Breath of the Wild DLC. Yep. I'm still trying to get through Xenoblade. And uh, I'm a dummy because I just downloaded Skyrim for Switch. <laughs> oh, it's gosh, no, why? Uh, three Sad. biggest games Good released dumb. on Switch this year at the same time. Yeah. Uh, Zach, we should set up Secret of Mana on like a TV here and just play multiplayer for like a yes. hour. Yes, can we please? Yeah, because multiplayer is awesome. In that I game. also have never played Secret of Mana. I've never finished it. So, so. What's, uh, what's yours? What's your back catalog game? Uh, Chrono Cross and Cr- Chrono Trigger. Okay. I haven't played either of them. Oh man, a couple of great mm-hmm. games right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, I'm playing. I'm gonna try and finish Xenoblade over the over the Christmas break. So, but then there's also AC Origin sitting yeah. there, and you know I'm still like halfway through the campaign in COD and all that. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Um, mm-hmm. William from the UK asks uh, from uh, NVC at IGN.com. He says, "Hi guys, loving the show. Thanks." With the recent Zelda DLC, do you think we've seen the end of major Breath of the Wild updates? I can see more little additions like the Xenoblade content, but do you think the developers have now almost completely moved their focus to the next project? What would you personally like to see more DLC? In more DLC. Oh, yeah. I was going to say yes. Would you personally like like to to see see more? more Would you want more? Would you like to see more? Yes, I would definitely like to see more. Same here, but I don't want another set of challenges. Like, if there's something new, I want either the entire map changes and something, you know, like there's a kind of a different challenge um, to exploring the world. Oh, I would want a story chapter and a a real dungeon. And obviously, you know, no spoilers for the DLC. There, There was... Original content and new, uh, new, yeah, new shrines mean, and all of that. That that, but it wasn't integrated into the story the way I wanted it. The shrines mm-hmm. are great. I love that. The shrines are great in the Zelda DLC, and the content's been by this point it's been out for almost a month. So I'm sorry to suppose you fight the same bosses again, and yeah. like I don't want to fight those bosses anymore. Like they weren't that fun the first time, right? Like, sure. um, like I do think some of the shrines are brilliant. But overall, the DLC is sort of disappointing because, like, the first DLC was challenge DLC and the second DLC was supposed to be story DLC. Mm-hmm. It was like 20 minutes of story. Yeah. Yeah. I, that like, seemed so. to be like a running sentiment with people that it was just like, that's good, but it's not, yeah. it's not, I think we wanted like, Here's like an hour or two of just new narrative, and it I'm, didn't I, really. Yeah, like, oh I just, God, there's a moon crashing. Yeah, no, you know, I like, just, I just wanted to learn more that. about the champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it too. was not, was not enough. Case. Yeah, no, we I, didn't I really get that. that. I, I personally like. I'm cool with them dropping in little 
uh, like cosmetic DLC, you know, like give me more costumes or something. That's Were fine. You say McNuggets. I yeah, heard, I was, I was gonna say, too. give me some more nuggets in there, <laughs> and then a, chicky, a chicken tendy pub yeah, sub. The, the pub subs. <laughs> I saw you um, mouth McNuggets. I'm so hungry for nuggets. Um, and uh, it's a good sandwich. I like think the uh, po' boy Florida McNugget sure. sandwich. Uh, we ate lunch together like an hour ago. <laughs> no, really think about so McNuggets. I like the idea of them dropping in like content. That's specific to costumes for like new games coming out on Switch. That's that's cool. Um, I would way rather have them shift their focus to making the Majora's Mask to Breath of the Wild. Yeah, like agree. one of the things I listened to last week's episode, and I was so yeah. bummed that I wasn't here to talk about it. But it was like I would love for them to make a take the Breath of the Wild engine, make a smaller Zelda game that'll be out in a couple of years. Right, and like yeah. so, I'm totally on board with that. They should just add DLC that lets you get a wife. Sure, I'm kidding, but. Well, like, <laughs> like not Zelda, like a different one. I no, no, in built. in Breath of the Wild. Like, I mean, you have a house. I mean, yeah. Skyrim did it. That's yeah. true. <laughs> like, like, Give a motorcycle. Chicks I mean, a lot do of take motorcycles. Yeah. So yeah, the princess. I think, guys. I, I think we have time for one final. No, question. no, no. Oh, we can no. get through. We can get through. You sure? Yeah, real yeah. fast, real fast. Okay. okay. Uh, Nick Pickles asks. What? Yeah, that's his name. That's Hell why I picked yeah. this one. <laughs> Nick Pickles. Nick he Pickles. Nicolau. Since Pokemon. And, well, I wasn't trying to say his last name. Oh, so. now we're out of time. Uh, since Pokemon and Metroid real. Prime 4 are probably coming out in 2019 in the year 2018, is the year 2018 going to be full of ports from the Wii U and the reveal of the virtual console? It seems weird. Oh, I'm sorry. It seems they wanted to bring all the big guns out in the first year, so then the second year has third-party support and ports. Opinions? Disagree. Yes. Uh, I, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, everyone's opinions at the same time. Go. Uh, no. Uh I I both agree and disagree, but I think that there will be also tons of surprises. I think we'll get lots of ports. We'll get lots of virtual console. I think their new thing is to surprise yes, us. Yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. Surprise and, so, and delight. Yeah, and I think that, that next year is not going to be any different. Yeah, 20 McNuggets that. and all the dips. Yeah. I think they'll be in now news. with full McNugget support. No, I, I think they'll be. I, I think they'll be ports of games, obviously that didn't sell that well or that they want to double dip on. But Keep I do Captain think Toad, give they'll Captain have. Toad. Yeah. I think they'll have a new Smash Brothers. That's their big game next year. Yeah, yeah. and then they obviously have a new Yoshi game. They have a new Kirby game. Yep. And then I already predicted a new F Zero game, so I got to stick with yeah. that. You think um, we're gonna get a new Smash Brothers? I think so. I think and so not, not the port one. No, no I, think, I think it's gonna. Happen. I think it's gonna be a new one. I don't know about that. I think it's gonna be like a Smash Brothers Ultra Collection that kind of. Has all the characters that we've come to know and love, and a bunch of the stages, but also has new characters and new stages. Min Min and, and Inkling Boy. And yeah. Girl. What if it's just yeah. like melee redux? People would lose people, their, people their would ish. Flip. That'd be people great. They would flip Here's, their nuggets about they that. They would flip their nuggets. Project M. Switch. Um, okay. What do you think? Hold on. They you would double dip. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Oh, you're, you're fine. Oh, it's, no. You're good. You're like, man. You sure? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Scuba Buddy 5 says, do you think Nintendo... Would ever do another Mario RPG like they did with Square back in the day, similar to Final Fantasy? How would that? How could would he said? How could would that be on Switch? And I think maybe that was my typo. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> do you think they will ever go back to an old school Super Mario, or do you think Paper Mario and Mario and Luigi are the the ways of the future? My dream is that Davide Soliani is working on that right now. Same, same, yeah. same. That he yeah. just he another, just wrapped, yeah he wrapped uh, rabbits and he's like time to do an RPG with I, paper, another Paper Mario yeah. yeah and it's fan service why wouldn't they think about that you know I don't think there's anything that ties them into some square relationship for for a game called Super Mario RPG too yeah. so yeah they tried Paper Mario a couple of times they did Piper, uh, Mario and Luigi they cle- they clearly love the RPG formula I think it'd be so smart yeah I would love for Soliani to to come out next year and be like yeah we're we're making Super Mario RPG too it is a turn based JRPG and we're doing well, it from it's top to bottom. Well, it's well, do you, French do you think? <laughs> but do you think they're going to stick with the Paper Mario? I think that they could. They, that's the thing. It's like I think they could get away with doing something wholly different. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah. I agree. 
Uh, last last question. question. You're right. We Cameron from Auburn asks, uh, "Hello." She says, "Hello, NVC team." Let me start again. Hello, NVC team. So close. Longtime listener can't complete my week without watching your show. Great. Yeah. My question is: Do you expect to see? Uh, sorry. Do you expect to see in the reasonable future a DLC pack announced for Super Mario Odyssey? Assuming your answer is yes, are you still willing to pay the $20 that you paid for the new Breath of the Wild content? I absolutely love Mario, but I was done with it rather quickly compared to Zelda. Yada, yada, yada. 20 bucks for a Mario DLC. What do you think it is? If there are new worlds, new challenges, or even a throwback galaxy or two, like think about like some of the cool levels from Super Mario sixty four, like mm-hmm. you know the the tiny big world, mm-hmm. all of that right. kind of stuff. I, of course, yeah. yeah, I'd love that. I think every every level in that game was uh, was wonderful, and mm-hmm. it was always wonderful to discover what was unique about those levels and the the new creatures and powers to to possess. Uh, yeah, bring it on. You yeah. Know? How how many hours? Did it take you guys to complete the new DLC for Zelda? For Zelda. I haven't finished it yet, but uh, yeah, I'm still working on the what second DLC. It was pretty quick. I didn't actually look at my counter, I, I, and I did all the costumes except for one. Okay, I would say yeah. by the time I'm done with the second DLC, all in, I'll probably have spent 15 hours. Okay, yeah, with all you? of the DLC. Yeah, with even, the Master Quest or finish? the Master Sword stuff. Did you and finish the, the? Did you like complete it? Yeah, I did the okay. Master cool. Trials and I found all the gear for that one. And then in this one, I'm still working on completing the actual quest itself. And then I'm going to track down all. I the got gear. I got the bike. It was a okay. couple of hours. Yeah. Yeah. So we're saying ten to fifteen hours for to make twenty dollars worth. Yeah. 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 Well, that that was half the DLC in the case of Zelda. Well, yeah. Know. I'd love to see. I like give me four new worlds. That's definitely worth. Well, yeah. it's it's also so much easier to add DLC to something like Mario Odyssey because mm-hmm. in Zelda it's tricky, right? Like it's got to fit the entire world, right? Yeah. It's got to fit that existing map. Uh, you have to find places in that in the old map to hide, like the Majora's Mask, or mm-hmm. uh, you have to tell new stories about the champions and stuff. With Mario, you can just be like, the hat flew to Jupiter. Yeah. Like, All right. Cool. <laughs> you, know? you know that famous Mario location? Yeah. Jupiter. Jupiter. He went to the moon. He yeah, falls true. through the gas. It falls out the other side and hits. Yeah, uh, I want him to go to Hyrule. I would like, I, <laughs> like, I would pay for Mario DLC that added. Um, oh God, what's the last level? The super challenge. In, oh, in Champions, not Champions Road in the new one. The, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, here. yeah. The yeah. Dark, darker, side? darker side yes. of the okay. Yes. So like, I'd pay for like a second, like a second level like that huge in that challenge much darker side yeah the yes um darkest uh, the darkest side uh, that's one option i feel like another option is just dropping in three new uh universes three new kingdoms right or whatever um also just give me like the ability to play as pokio yeah like that bird is so give me give me a pokio like a whole whole game game that's just pokio here's what i don't want i don't want oh there's a comet and it's dropping sparkles all all over the world you already visited yeah because i already felt like those worlds were so dense in the end with moons yeah that it'd be like oh there's one under a seashell so it's like i I don't need any more of that i would love a classic pack that basically takes one world from mario 64 one world from sunshine and one world from odyssey and drops you in so you that just, would be awesome. Yeah, like oh. you take, I don't know, what, what Bob on Battlefield or something from Mario 64 and let yeah. me replay that in, in Odyssey. Yep, yep, I love that. Uh, give me like the main hub in Sunshine but add a bunch of challenges to it. You know, just ride it out. Which is great because like Sunshine, that main hub had a bunch of shines hidden around it already. So you're already kind of geared to yeah. to search that, that hub. Yep. So yeah. Yep. 
They yeah. could even hide them. They could even you, hide them all in the same places. Yeah. Why not? You, yeah. Take Cameron, the challenge right out of it. Cameron, you're Who making cares? us. Whatever. You're making us want to go back and play more more Mario. That's I think you're done for the year. Very, very <laughs> evil thing. Uh, that's right. Zachary Ryan is done for the year, and so December twenty first. Can even put um, the moons in the same spots you had the old moons. It's great. You finally go find the moons, and the moons are right put, there. What if they just put the same game on the system? And you could play it all over again. Ladies and gentlemen, I would say here that we'll be back with more great NVC in the new year but i have no idea if it'll be great um oh. but if you tune in next week we'll have a special episode a, a year in re, uh, reverse uh, reverse a, a uh, look back at 2017 all the big things um that happened uh hosted by by philip uh right here in the studio and uh you know you already know that nvc is not the only show you can watch on ign we'll have year in rewind and review episodes yep. from unlocked and beyond as well you recorded one is it up yet? xbox i think yes we okay. did i have no idea okay well brian don't doesn't remember it yeah we um, did we did up at noon this week that's an hour of the last jedi so if you like that movie there's that <laughs> So you hate that movie. There's that too. With that too, yeah. So our our offices will be very very empty next week. Uh, we will of course be around on social media if you want to find us and ask us uh, questions or just give us feedback. Casey, where can people find you? You can find me at Shiny Casey D on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at Zacharias D. I'm at Agent Bizzle and check out Zach and I's video that goes up next week where Zach, Big Mac, Ryan, and Brian Altando <laughs> rank the top twenty dips. Yeah, put your nuggets in. That's right. It's very terrible. It's not I'm, true. Don't watch that. I can be found. Chocolate at sauce is number one. What? <laughs> and now you Florida. Can, now you got is that true? Florida thing no, no, sure. I'm kidding. I'm totally 100%. I got really delicious. scared. I got really scared. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this was your Nintendo Food Chat. Last episode of December. Uh, we will see you next year with, uh, with, I'm sure, lots of new announcements. And 500 games will have come out and we'll have played them all. And... Ryan will, of course, have played many more. I will. More I'll than do my best. Exist. Uh, so tune in then. I'm Pear IGN on Twitter. Tweet at me. Give us some feedback. Download this episode. Rate us. Give us good reviews. And see you next year. Thank you so much for your support. Get the thing. <laughs>